Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Marriott Travelers Behind the Design. So to start off, can you introduce yourself, tell us your name and your background and about your design firm and kind of how you got started in interior design? Um, I'm Brooke Wagner. Um, my design firm is Brooke Wagner Design. We're located in Crown Del Mar, California. Um, we've been in business since 2003. Um, we have some little studio cottages right in the heart of Crundle Mar that have been open for about five and a half years now. And we have a little team of about nine um, designers. Um, I'm born and raised in Newport Beach, California. Um, I have three children um, and husband, and we live about 10 minutes up the road from Lido House. Oh, nice. How fun. That's a great place to be. Yes, we love it. My husband actually grew up right down the street, about 300 yards from the hotel. So, oh my um, we gosh, know the it's area so well. fun! It's great, yeah. Right next to the beach. So, are you big surfers? My myself, no, but my husband and my oldest son definitely. Oh, that's so cool. We can't imagine that life on the East Coast, really. Well, we're not close to the ocean because we're in DC, but <laughs> it's fun to think about. Can you tell us about your experience with the Lido House project and how you were involved and kind of your um, point of view on the project? Sure. Um, We were contacted pretty early on in the project um, when they first, I think Bob Olson um, first kind of had the idea of doing these cottages um, and keeping the design a little bit separate. from the the rest of the hotel with the same, obviously, um, vibe in mind. We were kind of contacted when they were kind of playing around with the idea of having one local designer do all five of them or splitting them up between local designers. And um, from the beginning, we, you know, I was really on board. I thought it sounded like a really interesting project. I have done very little in the hospitality field. So, um, you know, branching into hospitality, I thought, you know, sounded really interesting. And um, Bob was great to work with. I mean, the vision he had for these, for the hotel in general, which I'm sure you've heard um, kind of stemmed from the architecture and design of his personal residence on Babel Island, which is kind of a landmark going over the bridge onto Babel Island. His home is sitting right on the corner of the little island, and it's a beautiful um, Cape Cod gray um, shingled with white trim classic home and so he used the same architect that did his home um, to design Lido House the hotel you know it it obviously had a greater proportion and scale Um, so I I knew the vision for all of that and was you know really excited to be on board with anything um, that brought you know charm and um, that architectural element down to the peninsula place that you know, I've, you know, love and been going to my whole life and the idea to bring, um, you know, a charming, um, hotel like that, like the, his envisionment for the whole project, it was great. And I was on board from the beginning. So cool. I actually didn't know that he had come up with this design based on his own house in Balboa. So that's a cool little tidbit that I didn't know. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful house, and it was really neat that he was able to get um, his architect, um, Ian Harris, on board and um, have him, like, really 
it, it, it's not like a replica or anything, but it's like definitely the same style and the, the, the bones, the architectural bones are kind of a nod to his house. So, um, yeah, e- even down to like the trim details and the, the, um, the, some of the door styles and stuff like we would reference back to Bob's house. So, so cool. Yeah, That's really, really cool. unique. So how were you selected for the project? Did you know Bob before this or how did that process go? Um, there, it was kind of a twofold. We had actually worked with um, Bob's daughter on a, a, a design job that she was, you know, for a home that she was um, working on. Um, not kind of full construction, but more of like a, a decorating job, like furniture. Um, so we met him that way. And then we also have a mutual contact, um, Allie Grosslight, that um, is the editor of um, CA Magazine. And she actually is a friend of mine from high school. And her house, her family house, is just a few doors down from Bob Olson. So she kind of, I think, talked to him and gave him um, some ideas on local designers that he should talk to. Um, in regards to the five cottages. Cool. It's all about who you know, right? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Worked out. So did you get to know any of the other designers of the other cottages or anything? We did. Yeah, I knew a few of them already. I mean, it's a small, small town. um, And so there's definitely been crossover in the past. I knew um, Greg and Wendy Black Band and Erica Bryant, um, and then the other two um, were were new to me, but it was it was great to meet everybody. We'd have um, meetings um, at Bob's office and kind of like design meetings and you know planning meetings. Um, so it was great to meet everybody and get to know kind of the, some of the junior designers and project managers involved as well. Um, we really didn't know um, from like cottage to cottage the other designers' designs, so. It was really fun at the end to be able to walk through and see everybody's interpretation of these little cottages. They were, they're all so different. It's pretty amazing. That is really cool. So can you tell us what your perspective was on the cottage and kind of what your design aesthetic was? Sure. Um, I, I stayed pretty true to kind of my, my aesthetic and, and we do a lot of, um, coastal homes and it, we, we kept it in a little bit more of a neutral kind of organic palette um, with kind of a nod to the coast and a nod to the whole like Lido house vibe. So we used a lot of blues and neutrals, a lot of layered texture um, and organic materials as far as like um, baskets and jute and uh, like we have a vintage fishing net hanging on the wall to give texture. And, and then we also used some local um, artists and original art um, that, you know, we have kind of all over the cottage. That's really cool. What is one of your favorite pieces of the cottage? Um, let's see. I love there's there's two pieces over the family room sofa that are it's a pair um done by Lorraine Pennington. She's a local artist that has a studio in Crondomar and also in LA. And she, they're, they're kind of an abstract horizon scene and they're just beautiful, um, mellow, soothing blue tones. And she personally like made the frames out of um, kind of a reclaimed um, 
uh, Douglas Fir and, and they're just like totally original and, and they just, they, they like fit the room and the kind of vibe of our cottage perfectly. That's really cool. I like that she actually made the frames. That's really interesting. Yeah, I do too. I've never seen her actually, we, we work with her a lot. I've never seen her, um, you know, make her own frames before and they're, they're just like perfect. So can you speak to a little bit of how you talk about some of the materials? Um, what kind of materials specifically did you use for the house? Um, considering that it's a beach right by the beach and everything. Right. We, um, well, starting with the floors, we were lucky and were able to use um, Warren Christopher Flooring, which is a local um, high-end flooring company that we work with a lot for um, residential projects. And we did a kind of a sea salt finish. So, and they're all different um, with planks. So it's, um, and it's deeply wire brushed. So it's really light, like sandy feet and, um, you know, commercial use, like it should, it should hold up great. If anything, it'll get better with age. Um, so the flooring, the flooring was a big one. We wanted that to, you know, not be super touchy and worry about, um, scratches and wear and tear. So that, that's kind of the good, um, foundation of the cottage. Um, and then we used for upholstery, a lot of indoor outdoor fabrics. So, um, perennials is a company we use a lot. Um, and they are beautiful. They look just like an indoor linen um, a lot of times. And, you know, we can do like a light neutral, like a kind of a creamy sand color sofa, for instance, and not worry that it's going to um, show a lot of wear and tear and age, especially in a hospitality environment. Um, it can be like spot cleaned and um, it's it's 100% solution dyed acrylic. So um, it's, it's very easy to maintain. So we used a lot of um, anything that had um, a kind of a bigger surface um, for upholstery. We used indoor-outdoor fabrics, like the little sleeping nook under our stairs. There's a little ticking stripe on the on the mattress. That's all indoor-outdoor. Um, most of our chairs and um, like cushions are all on this in the same perennials fabrics. That's cool. I like that you used indoor and outdoor because I think some people hesitate looking at even furniture or fabric that's outdoor, but just because it can be outdoor doesn't mean it can't be indoor as well. So that's really right. cool, especially for the beach. Right. It works. It works well. And I mean, the last thing you want to do is be like so nervous to have anybody, you know, sit on anything or touch anything. And, right. You know, kids are coming in from the street and from the beach with bare feet and they get sandy and black from the pavement and so you don't want to worry about all of that so um yeah we we um love those those perennial fabrics so it's, it's not that the frame and the cushions themselves are outdoor it's just the it's just the fabric so the comfort and everything is, right. is still great and indoor quality yeah that's great can you tell us a little bit about uh where you get your inspiration for the designs that you create yeah, I, I get inspiration from all over the place. Um, I'd say um, a lot from travel and nature, especially if we're doing like a, a beach house. Like I definitely like to bring in the exterior colors and elements, whether that be if we're, you know, bringing in some cactus or, you know, you know, natural kind of plant material or 
the sandy colors and that kind of ocean blue and different tones of the blue. Um, I definitely um, derive inspiration from other designers and different textile designers. We get, we're lucky, you know, we have different vendors bringing us samples and, um, you know, wallpaper and, you know, different textiles, you know, weekly we're getting um, big stacks of, you know, all the latest and greatest. So we get to see um, the new designs like kind of hot off the press. And so we're always, I'm always inspired to like pull from, um, you know, all these talented um, designers, furniture and textile design. Yeah, that's really cool. So you mentioned travel. Are there certain places that you've been that have inspired some of your designs? Yeah, any, you know, any place in particular come to mind? Yes, I we recently um, took a family trip to Australia and Australia is is hot right now. Like there's so much great design coming out of there. We're buying a lot of textiles and rugs um, from Melbourne and Sydney, um, even up north in Byron Bay. There's great design and we're and it was fun to go there and see it I feel like they're really fresh and really current and it was great to see it in person but we're getting so um so many different Australian designers now sending us samples and we're we're repping a great um Australian rug company on our website um called Armadillo um but there's there's a lot of great design coming out of Australia right now that's really cool. I don't know if people really know that or think about Australia as a design <laughs> yeah, it's, destination. It's amazing. I mean, if you go on Instagram too and start following some of the Australian designers, there's it's really fresh. It's it's a good look they've got going right now. That's cool. What about their design specifically is inspiring to you? Um, I think they kind of embrace can maybe the same um elements that I like a lot of organic kind of look a lot of texture a lot I mean they're obviously so many the, their main cities and hubs are all coastal so um it works really well the crossover for you know Southern California and the Australian designs like it's it's our our look and our kind of genre is is obviously very similar um a lot of kind of um surf industry design kind of crosses over um weirdly enough with the fashion design and you know, uh, interior design, textile design, um, and their art as well. So, um, like their prints, they're doing a lot of like neat basket, um, design and materials, um, which, you know, we're using as wall hangings. We're using like, you know, a lot of jute, different designs as rugs, um, kind of all sorts of stuff right now, not as much furniture, but a lot of, a lot of textiles. Um, I know that a lot of people probably want to replicate feeling like they're at a beach, even if their house is, you know, in landlocked somewhere, right? like where I'm from, where there's no water. <laughs> um, can you talk to how someone could replicate that without being, without trying too hard and just putting up anchors on their walls or? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Stay away from the kitschy stuff. No lighthouses, no cheesy shell collections <laughs> um all over the place um and no anchors um yeah bring in bring in like the soft blues bring in bring in texture um like this the, the sandy tones like if you bring in you know light creams and in kind of that um 
light blues and kind of layer it and then lots of texture. So kind of back to what I was saying with like jute rugs um, and then plants. I know it, it's, it's something that's commonly um, said, but like live plants, like you need greenery. So um, even if it's succulents or little cactus or a little fern, like just, just to bring the outside in, even if it's in the dead of winter on the East coast, like you need, you need some greenery. So um, touches of blue, organic textures and a little bit of greenery go a long way. I love it. Those are all great tips. And I think things that as long as people don't kill plants, which I typically do, <laughs> great <laughs> suggestions and things people can do. I do have succulents right now though. And my succulents are doing very well. Yeah. Succulents so. do well. Cactus will last <laughs> for like years. You don't just don't water it. I should get a couple of those for yes. my apartment too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest one. Um, are there any other things that we didn't talk about in respect to the Lido House project that you want to mention? Any parts of the project that really stuck out to you or were really enjoyable for you? Um, it was a it was a great project. I I really enjoyed all the different aspects of it, but I I think my favorite part was at the end, really walking through the different designers' cottages and seeing the different perspectives on these small um, spaces. It, it's pretty amazing the creativity that um, went into them and just seeing the end products and like I said we all kind of had the same guidelines and directions and um, the end result was was drastically different but within within kind of a cohesive you know vibe of of the architecture but um, right right it was it was great you know getting to know the different designers and working with Bob and his team and then um, Matt White construction um, was the GC on the cottages and his team was fantastic as well. So there was a lot, I was worried at the beginning that there was so many, I'd say cooks in the kitchen, you know, to, to kind of get <laughs> right. um, approvals on things, but it, it really was, um, well orchestrated and everybody was very helpful and, you know, had the, the intent of like making these cottages great. So it was a great project, and and, the, and then the Marriott team has been amazing, coming in at the end and um, putting their stamp on and everything, and they've been so helpful. So it's been a it's been a great project all all around. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to go visit and see it all in person. It sounds really. Oh cool. yeah, you should. You got to come out. Uh, can you tell us for our listeners who would want to find more about your designs, where would be a good place to see you? Probably your Instagram handle and then any other digital resources to see more of your work. To find us online, it's um, brookwagnerdesign.com. Um, we have a little online shop with product and it's shopbwd.com. They link if you go to Brooke Wagner Design, you can link to the shop. And then we are um, very active on Instagram. It's um, Brooke Wagner Design. So um, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for taking the time to chat with us. It was so great to hear about your experience. All right, thanks, Brooke. Okay. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Behind the Design. To check out more travel tips, go to traveler.marriott.com and follow us on social media because that'd be the right thing to do. Marriott Traveler.